emanating from www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast for this show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and TuneIn. So excited as I usually am that you decided to t- tune in to this special edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Follow us on Twitter at TOL Radio Show and Instagram at the TOL Radio Show and like our Facebook fan page. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Minutes. The Detroit Youth Choir is a nonprofit organization right here in the city of Detroit. Uh, we service young people between the age of 8 and 18 in the performing arts. We, uh, we do music education. We do uh, learning, a lot of learning by rope, you know, hands-on and uh, acting and performing. You have a big opportunity coming up. Tell our listeners about that. The Detroit Youth Choir has uh, been called upon to audition for America's Got Talent. Uh, this is our first time actually auditioning for something this big. And so... You're going to need funds for this trip, right? Yes, sir. We're going to need approximately $5,000 uh, to to help us uh, with lodging and also transportation for this trip. If you want to donate towards this worthwhile cause, just go to DetroitYouthChoir.org and make your donation today. What's up, family? What's up, family? That's right. This is Mike Nimmons on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Mike Nimmons. I'm so glad that you have uh, decided to take some time out today to tune in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're so happy that you are with us on tonight. Uh, in addition to us being live on blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio, you can also find us on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. I see my good friend Pam Davis is watching. Hi, Pam. How are you? Glad that you tuned in. Do us a favor and share the feed on your timeline as well. Let somebody know what's going on on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We have an exciting show in store for you today. A lot of great things to share with you. As you heard in our opening, in our uh, this is our community spotlight, as we're calling it, our community spotlight. As you heard in our opening uh, promo for the Detroit Youth Choir, um, they have an amazing opportunity to audition for America's Got Talent. And we interviewed the president of this nonprofit organization, Anthony White, on our last show. And if you missed this interview, then you can always go back uh, to our last show where we interviewed uh, State Representative Sherry Dagnago. Uh, and we interviewed him on that show as well. Go there, listen to it on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. 
And on this uh, on that show, he indicated they needed to raise uh, $5,000 approximately uh, for his choir to travel to Cincinnati, Ohio, where the auditions for America's Got Talent is going to take place. And and so remember, this interview aired last Tuesday on our uh, on our show and remember we weren't live uh doing that show but our show was pre-recorded uh because we were not uh at our physical location but um uh so we aired the interview and uh between that time and this time a lot has happened uh our interview aired and then uh, Anthony also was interviewed on WXYZ Channel 7 as well. And before our interview, uh, the GoFundMe account has somewhere around $300 or so. But now, here we are. We just checked it a few minutes before we came on the air. And now they are they have raised or because of your donations, I should say, uh, they've gotten uh, over fifteen hundred dollars. That's right. Over fifteen hundred dollars towards their trip to Cincinnati, Ohio. So we are very happy uh, for that. I think that deserves a round of applause. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you. That deserves a round of applause. Thank you to all those who have donated uh, towards this worthwhile cause. We want to send these young people that are uh, very talented, very gifted young people to represent our great city, the city of Detroit, uh, on this nationally televised uh, show, America's Got Talent. I'm telling you, uh, you don't want them to miss this great opportunity to audition, to perform on this stage for a chance to win a million dollars. That's right, a million dollars. So let's do our very best. If you want to donate towards this worthwhile cause, do us a favor. Go to DetroitYouthChoir.org and Make your donation today. They have a GoFundMe account on that page. I believe the link is go donate uh, to Detroit or DYC. Click that link there. There's a GoFundMe account. Uh, lets you know how you can donate towards uh, these young people going to Cincinnati, Ohio for America's Got Talent. I'm excited for them. I'm uh, really happy that they have this opportunity. Again, if you're joining us on our Facebook fan page, please share the feed on your timeline. We certainly appreciate uh, you tuning in on Blog Talk Radio as we broadcast live over the Internet airwaves as well as uh, Facebook live stream uh, this show uh, during uh, this 8 to 9 o'clock hour. In this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we posted that we have a special guest uh, that we're going to be talking to. We'll let you know who that is very, very shortly. But 
Uh, if you've been listening for the past three weeks uh, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, you know that this has been our Meet the Candidates segments, uh, Meet the Candidates series. And we've been interviewing uh, Senator Coleman Young. We've interviewed uh, Detroit City Clerk uh, Janice Winfrey. We've also inter- interviewed State Representative Sherry Dagnago. And uh, we truly appreciate them being on the show with us uh, but today we are talking to a very important person a very critical and pivotal pivotal person pivotal person pivotal <laughs> pivotal person uh, in this uh, this this November election coming up someone that's going uh, to be very critical very pivotal uh, in this November election uh, that that um they're 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 going to help make some decisions uh, uh, in November and uh, and so as we said in our our uh, intro uh, we're going to tell you who that is in just a little bit so you got to keep listening you got to keep listening to find out who it is we're going to be talking to uh, in just a few minutes uh, also in the second part of our show we're going to be answering our question of the week what are your thoughts on tina campbell's facebook posts about her rationale for voting for donald trump as uh her candidate or uh, for president of the united states according to uh her facebook post she voted for him because of his christian values <laughs> can you believe that she voted for donald trump because of her in her words her christian values i see my good friend anthony white is on how you doing man uh do us a favor share the feed on your timeline uh let somebody know what's going on on the thinking out loud radio show on tonight andre harrell what's up share the feed we're going to have a good discussion tonight uh talking about a lot of different things uh in addition to uh, of course our question of the week and we want to know what your thoughts are about this we're going to get into this i know this has been talked about previously on other shows but we haven't really got into this discussion on the thinking out loud radio show we want to know what your thoughts are remember it is a call-in show we want you to call in tonight do us a favor guys call us at 646-787-1615 call us tonight one six Six four six seven eight seven one six one five. We're going to open up the phone lines in just a little bit, so you can uh, leave us a comment, ask a question, give your thoughts and opinions about whatever it is that we talked about on tonight on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And the question of the week uh, is Tina uh, Tina Campbell. Uh, what are your thoughts on Tina Campbell's uh, comments about her rationale for voting for President Donald Trump back in November of 2016? Uh, she says it was because of her Christian values. Do you believe that? Uh, I want to get your thoughts on that subject uh, in just a little bit. Remember. Follow our social media accounts for the show on Twitter at 
TOL Radio Show and on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, as well as you can go to our Facebook fan page right now while you're listening to us at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Also, visit our website, www.michaelnimmons.org to find out more about us, what we're up to, what we're doing. We got a new book coming out in just a few days here. Uh, I would say maybe in about a month or so, uh, we're going to have our new book out entitled Vision. I'm telling you guys, this is a book that you that you need in your library. I can't wait to share this book with you. Again, the book is entitled Vision. Unlocking the Secrets to Optimizing Your Natural, Mental, and Spiritual Vision. It's going. I'm telling you, it's going to be off the hook. If you loved our first book, Who Told You That You Were Naked, then you need to get our second book entitled Vision. Uh, in fact, if you haven't got our first book, you can do that right now. Go to michaelnemons.org. And purchase your copy today. It's only $15. Very nominal fee. And it's available on Amazon. We have a link on our website. MichaelNimmons.org In fact, we also did a podcast about our book as well. So you can take some time today. Even while you're listening to this show. And go to our website. And purchase a copy of our book today. In our current events segment for this week edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we start off by talking about the wife of Sergeant Johnson Speaks. Uh, the Washington Post is reporting Maisha Johnson, the wife of Sergeant LaDavid Johnson, is giving her account after meeting her husband's body at Andrews Air Force Base. According to the Post, on Monday, in an interview with Good Morning America, Johnson, the, the widow of a slain Sergeant LaDavid Johnson, spoke for the first time in public about her phone call with President Donald Trump. She confirmed Florida Congresswoman Frederica Wilson's account that Trump had told her that her husband knew what he was getting into and added, it made me cry because I was very angry at the tone of his voice and how he said it. He couldn't even remember my husband's name. And and so you just it's 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 very sad. This is uh this is her account of uh President Trump uh phone call while they were in the limousine headed to meet the body of her husband and while on speakerphone, Trump told the grieving widow that her husband, again, knew what he was getting into. How insensitive, how cold and callous can a person be? Is it me or is it Trump deliberately trying to, I don't know, uh, you know, deliberately trying to say all the wrong things in a desperate attempt to uh to get himself in peace. I mean, he's doing if if what you know what what is it if if um I forgot that theory uh if 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 uh anything could go wrong or uh I I I'm at a loss, but he's at a loss as well <laughs> because 
I just can't believe someone can be as ill prepared and uh and and his actions continue to corroborate this assertion at one point when asked why he hadn't mentioned the names of the four soldiers who died in Niger he said something like i've called and sent letters and i'm the only president who's done so and in so many words then in a failed attempt to cover himself he evokes the names of other presidents including former president President Barack Obama who says he was told uh, uh, President who says he was told that that did not call the military families of those fallen soldiers uh, which again prove, which again this claim had been proven to be false along with the slew of lies that this man has told uh, since he's been in office. It's just very sad how uh, he continues to lie to the American people and get away with it. But our thoughts and certainly our prayers go out to the family of uh, Maisha Johnson and the or the family of uh, Sergeant LaDavid Johnson, uh, Maisha Johnson, the widow of this uh, this American hero. Uh, what's ironic here, President Trump was just tweeting and interviewing and, and spouting off about how we should respect the American flag and how we we're supposed to stand and 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 put our hand over our heart uh, and, and respect these uh, these institutions. But he doesn't even have enough respect for the men and women that have given the ultimate sacrifice their life uh, out on the battlefield uh, protecting this country. So it's very sad, very sad. Again, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of uh, uh, Sergeant LaDavid Johnson, Johnson as well as the other three soldiers that uh, lost their lives tragically uh, in Niger. Uh, we can we're going to continue to pray for them and keep them in our dearest and most sincerest prayers. In other news, Jamela Hill returns to work on ESPN after her two week suspension. She rejoined her co-host Michael Smith after her two week suspension had concluded on ESPN's The Sixth. She sent out a couple of tweets reflecting on some of the things she learned while away from her job. She said, one, back tonight at 6 p.m., we're on ESPN 2 tonight, sitting on a few hot takes, to say the least. Uh, in her second tweet, she says, thank you all for standing with me and by me. Trust me, you did not do so in vain. My heart is full. See you tonight. Uh, that was the tweet she sent out on yesterday, uh, on Tuesday, uh, when she returned to work. I'm sorry, not on Tuesday, but on yesterday, Monday, rather. Monday, when she returned to work uh, on the 6th. And on behalf of all of the Thinking Out Loud radio show listeners, Jamela, we, we missed you. We're so glad that you're back in the, in the anchor chair on ESPN.
Yep, yep, yep. That's me being petty, petty again, guys. <laughs> yeah, to all of my frenemies out in Ann Arbor, Michigan, the U of M, the mighty Wolverines, they got trounced by number two Penn State. Yep, I'm being petty again. <laughs> Obviously, when it comes to that amazing blue fan base, I just love it when they lose. Who is it? What happened in grand fashion in Happy Valley was second-ranked Penn State trounced the Michigan Wolverines to the tune of 42-13. to Heisman Trophy candidate Saquon Barkley ran for over 100 yards and two touchdowns against Michigan. Stout defense Well we saw just how stout And overrated their defense was And now they've been Officially eliminated From the college football playoff contention As well as Big Big Ten title contention So we say to our Wolverine Brethren Happy trails to you Until we meet again <laughs> yeah 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 I'm being petty I love it I love it we get ready to go to our first commercial break when we come back we're going to tell you who our guest is on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show I think we're going to ride this happy trail song right on to commercial we'll be right back for that special someone then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile KCN Designs specialize in custom made all occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind.
You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. What's up, fam? We are back. We are back. We're glad that you again are tuned in to this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. And as we said before the break, we got a special guest that we're going to be talking to on this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, And uh, as you know, again, over the past three weeks, we have been interviewing, uh, you know, like meet the candidates, uh, Senator Coleman Young. uh, He is a candidate for mayor for the city of Detroit. And we have been interviewing, we've interviewed Detroit City Clerk Janice Winfrey. Um, great interview. And on last week, we interviewed uh, State Representative Sherry Dagnago. And I'm sure all of you are wondering, who is it this week that we're going to be interviewing? Who are we going to be talking to? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you who we're going to be talking to. Well, we are going to be talking to... You, that's right, you are our special guest on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. That's right, you are our special guest. I'm glad that you tuned in and we're going to be talking to you about our candidates that we've uh, we've interviewed over the past three weeks and get your thoughts on uh, what your what is your idea of the perfect candidate no well maybe that's too too strong of a word perfect because there is no such thing as perfection when it comes to people but but what is your idea of of um the ideal candidate in your mind um what does that candidate look like to you what what morals and values do they have what should their legislative priorities be what is their political affiliation? Uh, tonight we are interviewing you, our listeners. That's right. You are the people that we want uh, to talk to on tonight's show in this segment of Meet the Candidates because we, you are the very, you are the most important person uh, that 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 that's that's a very critical and pivotal piece, pivotal piece, pivotal piece. <laughs> I'm having a little trouble here. Pivotal piece um, or critical piece uh, leading up to the November election on November 7th. You're going to be going behind a booth and you're going to be punching that punching that um, punching that 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 card or or filling in those circles there. And uh, it's going to be your vote that's going to decide who wins. And who loses? So, what is important to you? What are some values? What are some morals? What are some policies and politics uh, that are important to you? What should be on their legislative agenda? Uh, on last week, we talked to State Representative Sherry Dagnago, who is um, doing some work um, about the auto insurance in the in the state of Michigan, particularly in the city of Detroit. And she indicated that the auto insurance is redlined. We all know about it. Uh, we have people that are afraid to drive their cars because uh, they don't have insurance. Uh, insurance is so expensive nowadays, and and um, and so. We want to know what what is it that 
that is the the clincher for you. What what does your candidate have to have in order for them to get your vote? Um, I mean, we've seen some good. We've seen some good ones, and certainly we've seen some bad ones. And we want to take this segment to get your thoughts, even those of you who are listening on our or watching on our Facebook fan page. Uh, what 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 is it? What, you know, what is it that does it for you? Um, that that what 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 is the way that a candidate uh, will get your vote? What do they have to have? What uh, you know? What policies do they have to support? What political affiliation uh, do they have to be? What side of the aisle do they have to be standing on per se for them uh, to get your vote? I, I want to know. I want to know. Let us know what your thoughts are. Chime in and tell us what. Uh, you're thinking about, and I know for me, um, you know, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm a Democrat, of course. I I support the Democratic Party. I don't support all of the policies, and I don't support all of the uh, all of their agenda uh, because of of some of the Christian values that I have, but. For the most part, I think they are um, the, the the party for the people, the working the working Joe, the the average American that's going to work every day, punching the clock, trying to do what's right, and um, and and I and I think we have had some quality candidates in the past, especially on the national stage, in the person of uh, the first African American president, President Barack Obama. A great man, one that uh, has had led this country with class, with dignity, uh, with honor, with uh, intelligence, stability. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better candidate in uh, President Barack Obama, a better president in Barack Obama. A lot we can say about him as my sort of motto for what, what I'm looking for in a candidate on whatever level. Uh, and especially because he was a black man who I believe had a lot of pressure on him. Uh, certainly being the first African-American president out of the 40, uh, the 43 presidents to sit in the Oval Office at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, a lot of pressure was on him uh, to, uh, to 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 be the Commander in Chief, and and so um, it's uh, it, it is 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 really interesting uh, when you um, you know when you're when you're beginning to uh, to look at things and. And decide on what uh, does it for you. What makes a candidate a good candidate? What makes a candidate a bad candidate for you? Uh, I, I see people are joining us on our Facebook fan page. Let us know what your thoughts are. Hopefully you can hear us. We're coming through loud and clear. Um, if we are, please share your share our feed on the on your timeline so others can join in the discussion. Um, and I hate again to just uh, focus in on one particular candidate, uh, Barack Obama, but he really, uh, he really was my, he was my guy. I mean, I, I hate, I, 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 I hate to put it that way, but he was, he was my guy, and and um, 
And he was the kind of president that had a swagger to him. He had um, he had class. He had one wife. I mean, he was um, he he was just a all around good guy. And um, of course, he wasn't perfect, and we were not expecting him to be, even though there was a lot of pressure on him uh, being the first uh, African American that ever held that office. And you can imagine the amount of pressure that he felt. Uh, but he handled it with class. He handled it with dignity. Um, and you can't say that for a lot of politicians. You can't say that for a lot of those uh, who didn't have as much pressure as this man had on his shoulders. And uh, it's just unfortunate that uh, things, um, you know, uh, ended the way it did with us now having uh this 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 you know this this uh <laughs> 45 in, in in office you know i i you, sometimes you just only want to say his name you just can't believe that this is how we followed up such an historic presidency we went from historic highs to unbelievable astronomical lows in the person of Donald J. Trump, historic lows, astro astronomical lows, unbelievable lows. Man, I just I, I I I can't believe it myself. Just how bad this man is in comparison to uh, President Barack Obama. And and another part about that, it which 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 um. You know, which is interesting is that, you know, if you look at both men and and, you know, Barack Obama, model, model candidate, model president, one wife, two beautiful daughters, uh, you know, uh, an amazing or orator, um, you know, an amazing leader. Uh, all the credentials uh, that go along with that Harvard Law Review president graduated top of his class, you know, just an unbelievable uh, individual. But then you look at his predecessor, you look at the individual that followed him and it just, you know, uh, I, where, where do we start? <laughs> where, where where do we start? Of course, we're going to be talking about him a little bit more in our in the second half of our show as we talk about our question of the week. But um, again, what what candidate? What 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 are the things that 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 um, that you um, are are um, that that does it for you uh, when it comes to voting? What? attributes and qualities and characteristics does uh, your particular candidate have to have now again just to give you some information uh, important information uh, the election is, is coming up November 7th on Tuesday Tuesday November 7th is when we uh, will go to the polls and uh, and and these are most of our local officials that are going to be uh, elected and reelected to office. And so uh, you can go to uh, Detroit 
uh, mi.gov forward slash elections to, to uh, even see uh, a sample ballot of uh, what you're going to um, what the ballot is going to look like in uh, in uh, in just a few weeks. You go there, hit 2017 uh, election connection newsletter. Uh, the Honorable Clerk Janice Winfrey has a sample ballot in this newsletter that gives you a idea of what that ballot is going to look like in November and. Um, you can look at some of the candidates there. Uh, first District, uh, Tamara Smith is running against uh, incumbent James E. Tate on Fourth City Council. Uh, in the Second District, uh, Roy McCallid, Roy McAllister is running against uh, Virgil Smith. Um, Russ Russ Ballant is running against Scott. Uh, Scott Benson and, uh, and 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 the list goes on and on. Letitia Johnson is running against uh, uh, Andy. I'm sorry, Andre L. Spivey. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea of what that ballot looks like. Some of the political, uh, the police commissioner district, uh, first district, uh, Daryl Brown is running, uh, looks like unopposed for police commissioner in the first district. Uh, in the second district, Conrad uh, Mallet is running uh, and uh, running against uh, uh, is Cannon Pinkins, Cannon Pinkins. Uh, so this is just a few of the names that are on the ballot in Detroit. If you go to uh, Southfield's website, cityofsouthfield.com forward slash residence forward slash election information, there you can see a sample ballot as well for uh, the Southfield elections. Um the mayor of Southfield, Kenson Seaver, it looks like he's running unopposed uh, for mayor and for city clerk. Tarita Darden is running against Derek Hale and Sharikia Hawkins. Uh, these are the individuals that are listed for city clerk. Uh, for treasurer, Irv Lowenberg is running unopposed for treasurer uh, for the city of Southfield. Uh, and then you have a list of those that are running in the city of Southfield Council. Lloyd Cruz, Myron Frazier, Sarah Habo, Harold Hill, Coretta Huge, Nathaniel Lewis, Michael Ari Mandelbaum, Mandelbaum, and Lenny Taylor are all the names of those that are running for uh, the city council for uh, Oakland County, the city of Southfield. These are just some interest. We just wanted to kind of give you some general information uh, regarding the up upcoming November election. I think it's so very important that we be empowered citizens. That's why we decided to do these series of shows in the month of October because an empowered and educated voter is an empowered voter. 
And that's the best kind of voter to be someone that that knows what's going on, doesn't just pick a person's name because of their uh, because they they remember their name. They they recognize the name of the person, but they are they're 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 doing so because they um, they take the election process seriously and they know about the candidate or at least they think they know about the candidate or as much as they as much information as they need rather uh, in order to cast their vote for uh, their respective candidates i hope that uh these a series of shows have helped you to make your decision about uh, who you're going to vote for in the upcoming November election. Well, we're going to take our next break. When we come back, we're going to get into our question of the week. Stay close. Stay there. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I'm your host, Mike Nemes. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemons.org for more details. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Connect today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Connect, a tax service design with you in mind. Don't, 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 touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Yeah, 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 Grandpa. The Thinking Out Loud radio show. Question of the week. Hi, family. We are back. We're back and we're going to get right into our question of the week. And the question of the week is, um, do you what are your thoughts on um, uh, Tina Campbell? You know who that is. Tina Campbell is one half of uh, the the gospel uh, duo Mary Mary. And uh, back in January, I believe it was. Uh, she uh, put a fo- Facebook post out there uh, a couple days after President Donald Trump was inaugurated as the 45th president of the United States. And and so and what she indicated in this Facebook post was that 
excuse me, she voted for Donald Trump because of his Christian values. And so we want to know what your thoughts are about that. Do you agree with her? Do you you think she's from another planet? <laughs> but saying something like that, what, what, where, where did that come from? And and uh, and and I I kind of perused the Facebook post, and I'll share some uh, share some of it with you uh, on this edition of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, so you can kind of uh, see for yourself what. What uh you know what she was talking about or hear from you for yourself uh, in this post she starts off by saying despite the unfortunate reality that we live in a country which is divided by our differences misguided by ignorance and fear obsessed with power and overcome with greed. I still choose to believe that better days are coming. I believe that although America and all of its leaders are far from perfect, our spiritual guidance and covering that has been granted for our initial uh, decision to be one nation under God is what has established us as the great nation that we are. Okay, so far so good. I understand that Mr. Donald Trump is our new president not our God. So as a citizen, I chose or choose to have a sensible expectation of him, accompanied by much prayer for him and a complete dependency on God to work through him, as well as the others that are in office to secure the welfare of this nation. I choose to opt out of fear of the unknown, but rather opt in to hopeful expectations. If God is for us, nothing can successfully stand against us. Okay, I mean, it, she she started off, you know, pretty much saying some very uh, a very mature, very sensible approach to uh, this man being our president. And you know, I, I I don't really have a problem with much of what she said so far. Um, but then she, uh, you know, if you continue on, you know, here it says. Uh, I believe that uh, the Bi- I believe that as the Bible establishes, as uh, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s life has proven, we will accomplish more with love and unity than we ever will with indifference and division. I believe that that fairness will build us and fraudulence will destroy us. I believe that elected leaders should govern honorably and serve with integrity. I believe the constituency of this nation and uh, should pray more for our leaders and complain less about them. I believe that with God, all things are possible and without him, we are left with uncertainty. Uh, plagued with impossibilities and ultimately destined for devastation. And yes, all of that is well and good. But let's just think back for a minute to the the 2016 election cycle. That was probably the most cantankerous and the most uh, brutal election cycle that we have ever had as a country. I can't remember how um how how, how, how we, we how we we just we <laughs> we took a plunge into a cesspool of of 
idiocy during this last uh, election cycle for the presidency. President Donald Trump, namely being uh, 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 part and parcel responsible for uh, being the, the leader of the imbecility. If I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm making up a word, imbecility. Here he 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 took it to a whole nother level, and 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 so when you talk about this man uh, during the election cycle, and and then you she pins this this thoughtful and insightful letter about her rationale for voting for him, the two just don't add up. It's like. Uh, she, you know, she, <laughs> you, she could have, you know, wrote a, a, a wrote the same letter about a Mr. Potato Head, <laughs> because I don't see anything in here that says uh, that Donald Trump is, uh, has been, or will be any of the things that she expects him to be uh, in this letter. You know, he does not have any of the, he has shown that he does not have any of the qualities that are needed to be a um, a thoughtful, a um, intelligent and, and stable president of the United States. And but her letter, her open letter uh, to uh, her Facebook fans uh, are are really building him up, really to be more than what he is. <clears throat> and and I just can't see it. And there's another part here which I'm so grateful that I have an inherent right, which is true, to choose my perspective. And because of that, I choose to forgive all things that I have read, seen, or heard from our from or about Mr. Donald Trump that I deem as hurtful or offensive. Willing to forgive that. Willing to forgive this man saying that, uh, you know, he will grope women's genitalia. Women... Uh, you know, willing to forgive this man making fun of the handicap uh, doing a campaign speech, willing to forgive this man saying uh, at a political rally that if he shot someone in Times Square, that his that you would still vote for him. She's willing to forgive that. I believe, according to her, that transformation and progress are inevitable when love and forgiveness are at the helm of the journey. Unforgiveness separates us, but unforgiveness unites us. Hate kills us individually and collectively, but love builds and beautifies all who exercise it. And when I say love, I'm speaking of love as the Bible defines it in first. This this letter seems like it should be written directly to Donald Trump because those of us who who know those of us who are Christians, we all we already know all of this, but to me, he doesn't represent any of the things she's talking about in this letter at all, at all. You can and and, and if you want to read the letter in its entirety, uh, maybe we'll post it on our Facebook fan page. So you can look at it or something. But <laughs> but but to me, it does not represent him at all. When we come back.
We're going to play for you an interview that Tina Campbell recently did on the Grio. This is an interview you don't want to miss. Stay close. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. It's their birthday and need a great present for that special someone. Call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in all occasion custom baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemons.org for more details. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We're back, and as promised, we're continuing our discussion of our question of the week. What are your thoughts on Tina Campbell's Facebook posts about her rationale for voting for Donald Trump as president of the United States? According to her reasoning, she voted for him because of his Christian views. And in our last segment, we read to you some uh, of her uh, Facebook post uh, from January of this of earlier this year, but in a recent interview on the Grio, uh, she was uh, explaining uh, in in more detail uh, why she did uh, what she did. So take a listen. You know, our president has is all in the news all the time, and it, the country it feels divided. Mm -hmm. And you guys being a source of inspiration. Uh, one, I want to ask, you know, what would you as members of the church community tell the people in this in this time of strife? But Tina, especially because, you know, in the Internet, there was a lot of pushback against things you had said that people felt you were supporting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the president and felt like you shouldn't have. Mm -hmm, uh, and mm -hmm. I wanted to give you an opportunity to uh, to respond or clarify. First of all, I don't care to defend what I said. So just for anybody out there who has an opinion, have it. I put mine out there. And that's all I wanted to yep. say. I am not pro what Trump is doing at all. I didn't like either one of the candidates, if I can be honest. If there was another choice, I would have picked another choice. But there was not another choice. And there was some views, um, some specific views that pertain to my Christianity that made me decide I'm not going to vote for the other candidate. Did I agree with the can everything that the candidate um, that I chose is doing? Good Lord, no. Um, and I think that some of the things that are happening now are completely appalling. It's like, do you even respect this office? Do you even care for this country? I think some of the things are happening that are, they're, it's just self-centered. It's not by, for, and about the greater good of the people. I think that the disunity in the country has a lot to do with the fact that we're making people enemies. We're making this country. We're making this person an enemy. We're making white and black an enemy. And we're making rich and poor an enemy. The enemy is the devil. 
That's who the enemy is. And so I choose to be mad at the devil, and I choose to fight on my knees. And I believe that when we're fighting on our knees, as Erica said, because I'm a Christian, first, I believe that when we fight on our knees, God gives us strategy on how to utilize our platform, you know, uh, how to change the laws, how to rally the forces and make a difference, and whatever it is that our governments are not doing, maybe we can be the people that do it in, in place of it. So I do believe that fall down to your knees and speak to God and ask God, what am I supposed to do, and how am I supposed to use all that I am to glorify you? I ain't black first. I ain't a woman first. I'm a Christian first. I'm a child of God, and my allegiance is to God first. I'm down with everybody, those that are hateful right. and ignorant. You know what? I bet you if I let the devil consume me, I'd be ignorant just like you, so I have compassion for you. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the devil that's behind you because you're his puppet. That's why you're acting like a clown. You know what I mean? So I choose to act, you know, take my attention out there. I don't care to, to join the political game. That's why I couldn't be on the radio with Erica. I don't match that world. Wow. <laughs> and she seemed fairly defensive of uh of her 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 thoughts and her opinions of President Donald Trump. But what I what I really what really struck me about her remarks was, you know, she voted for Donald Trump, but she was she wasn't even willing to even mention the name of Hillary Clinton, uh, the other who she called or referred to as the other candidate. I'm trying, and, and she said that she she did not her Christian values uh, precluded her from uh, voting for the other candidate. And and so I'm I'm just wondering what, what was it that Hillary did that that made her not want to vote for her in in in. And and what could she have done that was so much worse than anything that Donald Trump did during the election cycle, let alone what he has all what he has continued to do as president of the United States. That is what that is the most baffling part about all of this. And 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 so I'm I'm. <laughs> <laughs> completely blown away by uh those remarks from um from Mary Mary from Tina Campbell. Uh I, I just want to know what your thoughts are as well. Uh unbelievable to me that that she uh didn't even want to give Hillary Clinton a chance. Didn't even since didn't even mention her name, said that, you know, the other candidate, uh her their, her Christian values precluded her from uh, uh, voting for the other candidate, and the other candidate was a woman, a, a, a seasoned politician. Granted, Hillary has her foibles, Hillary has her problems, and she has her 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 set of baggage. But in comparison to who we currently have in office, she is exponentially better. <laughs> Let me say exponentially better than who we have. I wish I had a witness in here. I know I do. <laughs> I know I do. I got to have a witness. Wow. Wow. Well, that is our question of the week. And I feel free again to chime in. Leave us your thoughts and comments on our Facebook fan page. And we have a few minutes left here uh, before we uh, get out of here for this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're going to take our last break of the night and uh, give you our thought of the week. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Who told you that you were deficient? 
Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Purchase our book, Who Told You That You Were Naked, from our website, michaelnemons.org. Don't delay, do it today. Also available on Amazon. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. It's time, 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 time for the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show thought, 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 thought of the Week. And our thought of the week comes from 1 John, the third chapter, verses 1 and 2, where the Apostle John writes, Behold, what manner of love have the Father bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. This is one of my favorite scriptures and also one that I recently used for a message that I delivered at Kingdom of God Tabernacle this past Sunday afternoon for their Men's Day service. Shout out to Pastor Anoyam Econom and First Lady, his lovely wife, First Lady Laurie Econom for inviting us to be the speaker for this service. The title of this message was Like Father, Like Son. And in this message, we talk about how, naturally speaking, children often, often inspire to be like their parents. Daughters, uh, daughters want to be like their mother, mothers, and sons want to be like their fathers. I talk about how, when I was a kid, I wanted to be like my dad. I thought he could do anything. I thought he had a big S on his chest, which stood for Super Dad. And now that I'm a father, I see some of these same things from my son as well. He probably wouldn't openly admit it because he's shy like that, but I believe he wants to be like me. Although he would probably say that I want to be better than my dad. I'm fine with that too because I think all good fathers should inspire their children to not just be like them, but to be better than them. Do better. Have better live better much in the same way the apostle John characterizes our spiritual relationship with our heavenly father Jesus the Christ all of us as his children should aspire to be like him of course we cannot be better because he's God after all who is 
exponentially better than anyone and everyone that ever existed, if nothing else but because he created them. Although we know that there are a thousand more reasons why God is so much better, but just to have the opportunity to be like him, as John explicitly declares in chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. And there are so many golden nuggets in this scripture, but I just would like to expound upon just a few. Firstly, John begins this verse by, by using the term now which some might take issue with because now it points towards a specific time period. And if this is true, there are some of us that would disagree with John's assessment of our sonship because we don't look like, nor do we even act like or feel like a son. But what I love about God is that he's able to siphon through all the minutia and the cesspool of our lives and find the gem that he saw when he created us. And that's why John was able to say with confidence that right now I am a son. I might not always look like it. I might not always act like it. I might not always feel like it. But right now I am a son. And then John reaffirms this premise later on in this verse by saying, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. So now we are a son, but it's okay that we don't look like it because our relationship with our father will take care of all the rest. We don't have to worry about the when, the where, or the how, but just know that right now we are the sons of God. And the final piece to this puzzle that I love is that because we are his children and I am his son, that we are entitled to everything that he is and he has. David said in Psalms 24, the earth is the lowest and the fullness thereof. If the earth belongs to God, then it also belongs to me. Whatever attributes our father has or also are also reflected in his children. And we know that our very existence is completely hinged upon his existence. Subsequently, I am because he is. I am strong because he is stronger. I have power because he is powerful. I am rich because everything belongs to him. I am because he is. So don't let the enemy try to convince you that you are less than or inadequate or insufficient. But you tell the enemy emphatically and unequivocally that I am a son of God. I hope this thought of the week blessed you as much as it blessed me. I want to thank you, my special guest this week, for listening to this, this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I hope you enjoy not just this show, but the past three episodes of our Meet the Candidates series. Please go to Google, iTunes, go to iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in if you miss any of these shows and make sure you listen, share, and subscribe. We'll see you same time, same station next week with another power pack show just for you and so until next time if you think it then you can believe it if you believe it then you'll see it if you can see it then you will be it if you can be it 
then you will achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. The Detroit Youth Choir is a nonprofit organization right here in the city of Detroit. Uh, we service young people between the age of 8 and 18 in the performing arts. We, uh, we do music education. We do uh, learning a lot of learning by rope. You know, hands-on and uh, acting and performing. You have a big opportunity coming up. Tell our listeners about that. The Detroit Youth Choir has uh, been called upon to audition for America's Got Talent. Uh, this is our first time actually auditioning for something this big. And so, you're going to need funds for this trip, right? Yes, sir. We're going to need approximately. $5,000 uh, to, to help us uh, with lodging and also transportation for this trip. If you want to donate towards this worthwhile cause, just go to DetroitYouthChoir.org and make your donation today. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. Want to book Michael Nemens for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise become a thinking out loud radio show partner send an email to thinking out loud radio show at gmail.com we have some affordable advertising packages just for you The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.